Hunger Games Fan Podcast, episode number 31. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. And welcome back to another episode of the Hunger Games Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. We're going to be talking about, well, the movie trailer. Yeah. A real movie trailer this time. A real good one. A really good movie trailer. We're also going to talk about Chapter 2 of Mockingjay. And my friends, I am so delighted to be back. Um... I, first and foremost, I'm I'm excited to say that I am reading, going to be reading uh, chapter three of Mockingjay on a brand new device, right? Uh, the Kindle Touch, three G, and um, I have got mine unfortunately earlier than you, Stephanie. It's okay. You ordered yours before mine. I did, but so. the uh, the thing is though is is um I'm I'm still in the transitional stage. I had some attachments to to the old one. Um, you know, I, I am a little unhappy with how far back or recessed the uh, screen is into the device. It's almost like it the the actual uh, reading screen is like a picture frame. Okay. You see that? Yeah. And uh, does that bother you at all? Just nope. looking at it? Not not a big deal at all to not you? Not a big deal. So um, anyway, <clears throat> for me, it, 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 it was but a But you're deal. high maintenance and I'm not. I, well, I'm I'm very much into aesthetics when it comes to gadgets. You're just high maintenance. <laughs> okay, fair <laughs> enough. So um, you got your Kindle there. I Stephanie's do. got her Kindle. <laughs> I got my Kindle. Um, oh, th- I, I think it probably bears mentioning if um, they didn't know this. If you're a Kindle user like I as, as we mm-hmm. are. If you go to Amazon.com, they have this thing called Prime Membership. I think it's like 80 bucks a year. And uh, you can get it free for the first 30 days or something like that. But Prime Membership gives you a bunch of different things. Number one, it gives you free two-day shipping on a ton of items. Right. I mean, not everything, but most just about anything that I want. I actually, when I do a search, I actually say I show me things that are eligible for prime. So I don't have to pay extra shipping. And so um, I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about here. I just ordered a, um, uh, an iPhone charger. You know, normally these are things are like $29 or something like that. 15 bucks at uh, Apple store, something like that. And if your order is so small, you'd have to pay shipping. Well at Amazon, because I'm a prime member, I was able to find these things for $4.35 and and if I wanted to I could just order one of them and in 2 days it's here. Right. The priority 2-day shipping via UPS, it's here and it cost me nothing. Now, here's the best thing. What if all of a sudden I have I I got this big gadget that I want and it's available and and I want it tomorrow. Well, with as a Prime member, you're you can actually pay $3.99 and have it delivered the next day. So $4 overnight shipping. Okay. So that's amazing. So that that's that was how Prime started. That's what it was all about. But then um, they added the added features. People who are Prime members now get free movies and certain TV shows mm-hmm. uh, via streaming. So you can actually watch it on your Roku like we have a Roku box. 
Uh, you could watch it on um, other devices, I'm, I'm sure, as well, or even just the web, in which we've we we used to actually buy like episodes of Doctor Who mm-hmm. on iTunes, and we now did. we get them on um, on uh, Amazon. Now, now Doctor Who's not one that you get for free, but they have a, a ton of stuff that is free and that's available. That's really good stuff. It's kind of like having a Netflix account. You don't get everything, but there's a lot of the high quality, valuable stuff there. Okay. Um, so that's included in Prime, and now included in Prime is the lending library. Okay. And so one book a month, no due dates. All right. One book a month for free, no due dates. So, and and I would imagine that if you go like, so if I got the Hunger Games today and then next month I go ahead and get a different book, I would imagine it would take the Hunger Games away and give me the second Second book. book, Right. Yeah. But it's one book a month and, and you don't have, it doesn't just disappear after a month. So this is called the Lending Library. So if you got the Hunger Games and it took you three months to read, it's not going to... It's not a you big don't need, deal. Right. Okay. So what happens is now when you go into when you go into Amazon and start searching for books, look, you will see the... You'll see a little icon that has a little check mark and it'll say Prime. And if it does that, you click on it. For example, I'm pulling up Hunger Games right now, which by the way is only $5 to buy. Mm-hmm. But you can, it says Kindle edition. Um, actually, where is it? Uh, wait a second. Is this, uh, oh, hold on. Uh, let's see here. Start reading the Hunger Games. So I, I unfortunately, I pulled up the, uh, the other one. It says Prime members, $0. Read for free. Very so cool. You can, so all, matter of fact, all three books in the Hunger Games trilogy are available for free to Prime members if you have a Kindle. And if you don't have a Kindle, let's just say you have an iPod or an iPad. You can actually send that to your iPad or your iPhone, maybe even your Android. And and if not, you can actually do via the web. Right. It's very cool. So um, I bring all that up just to say that Hunger Games is free to read on all of these devices via the Kindle application or a a Kindle device. Right. Pretty cool stuff. Very cool. And since we're bringing up all of that and I've mm-hmm. done so far, um, I just want to say that it, we have we are an affiliate or an associate with um, Amazon. And if you go to HungerGamesPodcast.com on the right hand side of the site, you will see a logo that says shop with Amazon and support GSPN. If you click that Amazon logo anytime before you go to purchase something, we receive probably about a $4 or 4% commission. It doesn't cost you anything extra. So whenever you buy stuff from Amazon, consider going to our site first, clicking through the link and anything you buy on that next purchase will, uh, you know, within 24 hours, I think will uh, credit towards us. Very cool. So uh, enough of that. Although I, that that wasn't an ad for me to actually tell people about our affiliate. I, I was I was getting to the fact that if you're an Amazon Prime member, it's it's valuable in so many ways. But now that they have the uh, Hunger Games books for free. If you've got a friend who has a Kindle, mm, ah, it's nice. <laughs> tell them, tell them there's no reason they shouldn't be reading this thing. Right. <clears throat> All right. Moving along. Movie trailer. Is fantastic. You've oh seen it goodness. how many times now? Several. Several. All right. It's several. If you go to, if you go to hunger, uh, hunger games, podcast.com, you will see um, 
in our stream if you if you uh, go right it's in between episode 30 and this episode here which is episode 31 we've embedded the the movie trailer into our website as a kind of a blog post if you will and if you don't mind i'd like to go ahead and play the audio and that sounds fantastic so i'm sure many of you if you're listening to this podcast you've already seen the movie trailer but just for those who might not have here's the audio from it We could do it, you know. Take off, live in the woods. They'd catch us. Well, maybe not. We wouldn't make it five miles. <laughs> so it's showing Gail and Katniss in the woods together and then the Sing hovercraft. Sing the hovercraft. Welcome. The time has come to select one courageous young man and woman for the honor of representing District 12 in the 74th Annual Hunger Games. Okay, I'm going to pause for just a second. Now, here's the thing. The voice for Effie Trinket Mm -hmm. is spot on exactly what I expected. Okay. The way that Effie Trinket looks, not so much. I think if you go back and read the Mm -hmm. description... um. It would fit closer. Probably. To, I, I think if you went back and. But remember, in my mind, it's tour guide Barbie. Do you right. remember way back when we talked about I that? I remember that. I <laughs> also remember saying. <laughs> I know. You're way off. But, I know. But, but um, she has the voice. The the, yeah. the the voice is exactly tour guide. But you know what? The, the other thing that they do is they don't really give you a steady view of her they don't they're flashes and the same thing with caesar flickerman um but they, you can, they, you you can you, pause you could freeze frame <laughs> if you miss you're in trouble um but um but kind of like kind of like okay we're showing you this but you're gonna have to work if you really want to see it yeah 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 so F- effie she, it's not what uh, i wasn't envisioning her that now um they're showing jennifer lawrence as katniss mm-hmm totally believable character spot on uh, you know because she's supposed to be 13 in this movie what what 16 16 i'm sorry it's it okay so her sis prim was supposed to be uh okay so she's still supposed prim's to be 16. 12 prim's 12 okay but anyway the thing is though is 16 she looks younger she 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 actually looks up about the age of somebody who would be a tribute in the hunger games well katniss what? yeah is that, okay yeah, katniss yeah yeah, I'm just saying they did a great job because people were concerned about having Jennifer Lawrence play Katniss because, because they thought she, she was too old. She, okay, there's, there's, yes, yeah. they thought that it was, she was way too old to right. be a believable 16 year old. I remember reading an article where um, she's talking about. Uh, apparently, she's the only one of the three of them, Katniss, Peta, and Gail, who are supposed to look like they're starving <laughs> because the boys are bulked up and. Right. Muscular. She's like, apparently I'm the only one who's supposed to look hungry. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So anyway, moving forward. It's your first year, Prim. Your name's only been in there once. They're not going to pick you. That's so, like, you feel that moment. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's like she did a great job in that moment. You know, the the one thing that I'm I'm looking at as I freeze frame here, and and this kind of stood out to me in the trailer, is just how horrible 
the peacekeepers uniforms look. They do. This, I mean, I'm talking, okay, you know, this is, this is supposed to be in the future, right? And the people in the Capitol, they're doing pretty darn well. I mean, they're right. ad- super advanced technology and stuff. I'm telling you the, the little suspenders that hold up their little chest thing. I mean, <laughs> come on, that looks horrible. Um, the, the uniforms for officers in the in Star Wars and the Empire Strikes Back look better than this. I mean, I, I'm all it's, this is supposed to be in the future and I'm looking at the peacekeepers and with those little helmets on, I'm thinking of chips. And you know what? I'm sure that I probably have lost half of the audience listening to this. They're like chips. What's chips? Do you know what chips is? Mm-hmm. What is chips? It's what I have for lunch. No, I'm kidding. It's um. what is it? No, go ahead. No. Do you know what a chips no, is? I, I just want to know. I, I I think I know what you're talking about, but I cannot. It's an old it's, 70s TV yes. show. It's an old 70s t- TV show. Uh, and it is, I don't even remember their names now, but um, you, but I've, what? Go ahead. Nothing. But they're, they're motorcycle cops. Yes. In I think California or something like that. But I just remember watching Chips when I was a kid. And uh, there, what's that one guy's name? I don't know. I, do you know who I'm talking about though? I think so. Because I, I know what show you're talking about. Okay. I couldn't. But anyway, they 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 were motorcycle cops, right. and this is like a 1970s motorcycle cop helmet with a okay. little visor on. And so, um, the I'm just saying the the uniforms, eh, okay. not speaking to me too All much, right. especially with the little double stripe going down the side <laughs> of the pants. <laughs> I'm so into fashion these days. Let me tell you, for real, right? Not. All right, here we go. All right, Malark. Is that how his name is pronounced? Because I, I've always I would, called it Melark. Well, I would guess that they're saying it as Malark. Malark. Yeah. So that's that's going to be one of the interesting things. Of course, I should have picked up on some of that stuff uh, when you listen to the, the audio book. And so I'm I'm wondering if in the audio book it's not Mel if they don't if the author or the what do you call that the person reading it the mm-hmm. narrator. If if they're not reading it as Melark, I and, don't know. And maybe just Effie's so proper that she says Melark. She is proper. Yes. Quite. They just want a good show. That's all they want. There's 24 of us, Gail. Only one comes out. Oh, and their train, their high speed train, does look amazing. Yes, it does. You know, and so that's why I'm saying it's like you've got some things. It's like, dude, this is even in the 20th century here today. We're so far advanced than this. And so to have those uniforms, eh. Mm. And then, but to see the strength. But they're also in District 12, where the peacekeepers were not really managed well, not really, I mean. I I understand that. But what I'm saying, though, is that if the, you know, if if I were the capital and I wanted to invoke, you know, the authority of a peacekeeper, I'm going to make these people dressed well and, and I'm going to make them look intimidating. And, and in fact, I think that that's something I remember reading in the initial chapters of uh, Hunger Games about how intimidating they are. Okay. So I don't know. But anyway, I love the fact that there's a high speed rail in North America. Mm-hmm. You know, I wish we had high speed rails here now. I know. And then there's the capital. 
The cap- I thought we were just going to play the audio. <laughs> I know, but the- not dissect it frame by frame. But the capital d- looks amazing. The capital. It's looks a good. very futuristic world, yeah. stuff like that, and a uh, lot of it looks like super high technology and stuff like. that. So I'm looking forward to that. Okay. So you're here to make me look pretty. I'm here to help you make an impression. Was that so it was Lenny Kravitz? Yeah. The 12 districts of Pan Am shall offer up in tribute one young man and woman between the ages of 12 and 18 to be trained in the arts of survival and to be prepared to fight to the desert. This is the time to show them everything. Make sure they remember you. I just thought Woody Harrison was going to be famous. That they don't own me. If I'm going to die, I want to still be me. I just can't afford to think like that. would be the whistle yeah that brew did yeah right mm-hmm. so this is this is this is good this is really getting the the excitement building um it, i'm glad that i have time to see the trailer to kind of adjust now mm-hmm. even in my own mind like when i'm starting to re- get into uh mocking jay here i'm kind of glad that that i'm starting to see you know um an idea of what Hamage looks like Okay. You know, because because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. now you know, I actually saw Twilight the movie before I started reading the Twilight Saga. Right. So when I actually was reading those books, I you had a visual. I, to go with. I had a visual. I knew what they looked like. I didn't have to imagine much. And so in my mind, so many of these characters look so much different, with the exception of Katniss. Right. Uh, so many of these characters. Well, and Josh. Look, um, and Josh, who is who plays um, Peta? Okay. I, I think he really fits with what I had. What I had yeah. in my mind, you know, when they announced that he was going to play exactly the part. Well, anyway, the, the trailer looks amazing. If you haven't seen it, you know, 18, 20 times, you need to, you need to go back. And yeah. matter of fact, that, that was only like the third or fourth time I've seen it. Yeah, I've and seen it four or five, six. I'd like to go times. through and just kind of pause and, and look at I'm sure some would. of those other characters and stuff. So anyway. Uh, oh, and the soundtrack looks like it's already available. Is that right? That can't be right. Uh, it says soundtrack available on Universal Republic. Really? That's what it says here. You can, can I uh, have a second to look this up? Sure. Look, I'm going to go to you know uh, what, but, but iTunes I, and I'm going to type in Hunger Games. Even if it is available, I wouldn't want to hear it. Yeah, I don't know. I um, no, I don't think I would because with and because you've already mentioned it. With Twilight, which is, we're going to go see the new movie on Sunday. Um, the first three movies had fantastic soundtracks. Mm-hmm. Um, so much so that as soon as we left the theater from seeing Eclipse, you said, I have to go get that soundtrack right now. Huh. And we actually went to the bookstore and bought it on CD so that Megan could have the poster that comes in it. But... Um, a few weeks ago, Megan heard the radio station playing a song and they announced that it was off of the soundtrack. 
So then she went on Spotify and found the tra- soundtrack and has been listening to it. And um, it doesn't fit with the other three soundtracks. I like know. it's it. It doesn't quite fit in there. And um, I'm a little disappointed in it, but I'm also a little disappointed in myself that I've already heard it before I've seen the movie. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Okay. Listen to this. I, so I went into uh, iTunes store and I clicked on Hunger Games and then I had to scroll down to albums. And if I click there, I find Hunger Games Mockingjay Call uh, single and it's four seconds. Listen. I like how that travels through my headphones. Yeah. Did you hear it? Yeah. It starts really heavy in the right ear and yeah. then it ends really heavy in the And by the, the way, you ear. can get that for free on iTunes. You can just download it for free. And or it might be the other way around. I might have my headphones on backwards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I don't see the official Hunger Games. Uh, yeah, the soundtrack shouldn't come out until like a month, a few weeks before, you know. Yeah. Right around the last few weeks before the movie releases. Okay. I wonder why they say that on the trailer, but I guess maybe they're just saying it will be available. Maybe. Anyway. Well, if you go there into iTunes, you can actually uh, click on Hunger Games Fan Podcast. Anyway, moving on. So, chapter two. Chapter two. Of a mucking jay. Okay. So, are, let's see. Are there, well, capital, what? She gets, um, like we end with her finding the rose. In her room and yes. her little personal note from, from President Snow. So she's freaked out Yes, when she goes and she gets back on the hovercraft. Mm-hmm. She's and wondering if there's going to so be... She's, go ahead. No, go ahead. We were going to say the same thing. She's wondering if they're going to get blown out of the sky. Yes. Yep. Better not. All right. That's all. All right. So, um, <laughs> we're so not in sync right now. Nope, we're not. Um... Anyway, Plutarch and and the pilot confirm that the airspace is clear, so she begins to relax. Right. Which is good. And then the puke moment starts. <laughs> okay. Well, first, before I do this, okay. somebody sent me a message on Twitter, and they're, and it's always the same question. And it's always from Gale lovers. Okay. Or, you know, Gale defendees or whatever. Right, whatever. Um, why do you have to hate on Gale so much? Right. You know, what's so wrong with you? Why can't you just cover the book and... And, and you know what? I don't hate Gail. I really don't. I just think it, I, I like Peta more than I like Gail. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just fun. And, and you know, this is a fictional story. And I don't really, in real life, I don't get to hate people. You right. Because in real life, I, I'm, I'm supposed to always, you know, try to see the best in people and to not criticize and stuff like that. And, 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 I, and I really believe in, in trying to keep myself from doing that. So all those repressed feelings of the people that I really, truly would love to hate, I just place all of that on Gail and I come to the podcast and get it all out. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So I'm just, it's just fun. People. It is. It is. If you so love Gail, you'll probably find another podcast that, that, uh, that likes him too. Like him. Right. Yeah. Um, but their hands find each yeah, other. He's, he's trying to, I guess, comfort her. Well, and, no, it yeah. actually says our hands find each other. I think that even she's drawn to his hand at this point. I, yeah. Oh, okay. I just want to But in say, this moment, he's, wanting to comfort you know it's really bad down there you mm-hmm. know and she's wanting to be and comforted. she's wanting to be comforted and her pita right. is not there no so gail is because pita would have held her hand through that whole little i walk alone Peta would not have he, let her go exactly. down there what kind of moron lets her go down there alone and if she insisted i mean he would have given in because he'll give her anything she wants but he would have went with her yeah 
Exactly. See that? That's why PETA's better. It is. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so we learned that the trip to 13 only takes about 45 minutes by the hover plane, a mere week's journey on foot, and Bonnie and Twill, who we met in Catching Fire in the Woods, um, they weren't so far from their destination after all, but apparently they didn't make it. Right. So she's wondering if they didn't die. but Assuming that they died in the woods. Now, here's the thing. Because of how, and now I know you've read the rest of the book. I have not. I'm, I have not read past chapter two. So my opinion and my theory here is that Bonnie and Twill are not dead. Okay. And they will be a major, major force at the end of the story. Okay. All right. So that, and, and folks, I, I promise you, I have not read, but that's my Where's theory. Where's Mr. Friendly when you need him? Exactly. That's an interesting thing. Actually, that was, that's, um, wasn't that uh, Hurley? No, no. No, it was Mr. Friendly. That's an interesting thing. Yeah, yeah it was from, Mr. Yeah. From Lost? I was right the first time. Hold on. Right, check this oh, out. Oh, good grief. I didn't mean that. Hold on. Check. That's an interesting, an interesting theory. You like that? Yeah, absolutely. And it was Hurley, it was Hurley that did this, this one. Ah, then your the theory, theory is, is wrong. wrong. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> wow, those were the old days. Yeah, I know. By the way, Lost, Pod- Lost. Podcast.com. There's only like, I'm like 200 plus episodes out there if like, you wanted to listen to them. I'm still watching way too much TV. Yeah. I think, but. um, Are I, you starting to feel the itch? Yeah. Are it, you really? Yeah. So it might be the summer because I'm starting to miss Lost. There's just no good TV on anymore. Yeah. And I just keep watching the crap. Yeah. 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 Anyway. This summer maybe. I don't know hmm. where all that little passion came from. That will, that will be <laughs> quite the thing. All right. The return of the Lost podcast. Yeah. Um, in the 75 years since the dark days, when 13 was said to have been obliterated in the war between the capital and the districts, almost all new construction has been beneath the Earth's surface. So this whole district is underground. Yeah. Underground. Um, and then we learned that there had already been a substantial underground facility because 13... What? Is uh, what was where the capital um, held their their nuclear missiles and and their um, nuclear weapons, right? So um, the the district wrestled for control of those weapons from the capital, and the capital couldn't strike on the district without knowing if the district would strike back on them or knowing that the right. district would strike back and and so that's how they got to live in secret They're liberated yeah. and and so there was kind of like a truce that says listen you know they would play dead in exchange for being left alone exactly exactly so uh that's that's interesting and it and it brings some it brings some you know maybe some um credence to what what Katniss is feeling it's like yeah I, I think it's horrible that that they they've promised to be to play Ted all this time you know knowing that you know here here they've got a, a system that's working and they have the things that could bring the capital down and all of these years all of the innocent people that have died and here you had the the means to take these people out right you know and this this whole world could have been rebuilt this entire time and so I can see now where Katniss, you know, experiencing all that, you know, 13 is and and starting to learn of their history, 
that she would be very angry with them and not want to play a part of their game. Right. Okay. Um, so she's talking about their, their routine in 13. Um, every morning you're supposed to stick your right arm in this contraption in the wall. It tattoos the smooth inside of your forearm with the schedule for the day in sticky purple ink. This is interesting. This idea of this tattoo that stays on pretty much all day long. Until bathing at 2200. (laughs) Exactly. And it it washes off it during the evening. But I supposedly if you get it wet during the daytime, it won't it won't come off. Right. Because it's only meant to last last for so long. the, The idea here is that everybody has a routine and everybody must stick to it. But Katniss, of course, does not. She does not. <laughs> yeah, I just love her. Um, the other thing is, is we learned that because their resources are limited, that, I mean, they are, it's like, dude, they recycle everything. They don't waste. Nothing goes to waste. Yeah, and nothing I love, does. I love where she says, um, I once saw Fulva Cardu in, I don't know who that is. I think that that is um, Plutarch's like assistant okay like i i i think that that's who i remember that being but once i saw fulva cardu crumple up a sheet of paper with just a couple words written on it and you would have thought she'd murdered someone from the looks that she got (laughs) so obviously i i love these little details because it really does show just how serious the situation is for them underground just how limited their resources are and just how important it is for people to quote unquote fall in line mm-hmm. to to keep order there and and you know it, it may seem impressive it may or impressive oppressive it may even seem more oppressive than the life they had in district 12 because of how st- right. structured it is yeah but at the same time it's the structure that keeps them free from the oppression of the the capital but at the same time it's so impressive right so it's just it's it's just it's a different form of of, of, of slavery mm-hmm. of bondage i would say okay okay i'll give you that yeah okay um so so she's she's concerned about um you know what's she gonna tell her mom and prim about district 12 and gail says i doubt they'll ask you know they're just gonna be worried about you and then he touches her cheek and Aww. says, like I am. And I'll withhold any statements there just right. for just that one time. All right. Gail's communication cuff. Communicuff. Communicuff. Come on. Seriously, we can't come up with a better name nah. than Communicuff. Whatever. Communicuff. I mean, come on. Stephanie Meyer. Who, who wrote this? What's her name? <laughs> That's not Stephanie Myers. Who, who is it? Suzanne, Suzanne Collins. Collins. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Suzanne, come on. Communicuff. Seriously. Anyway, it begins to beep. It looks like an oversized watch, but it receives print messages. So it's like an iPhone on your wrist. What you know what it receives print messages. You know what it sounds like is e ink. Okay. You know it, it's nope. kind of, it what? No, I don't know. Oh, okay. Well this yeah. is this right here? Yeah. Kindle? Yeah. E ink. Okay. You know how it, mm-hmm. it it's basically it, yeah, it's it's a printed message on there. Okay. So it sounds like it's it's a it's it's like a Kindle on your wrist. Ah. <sighs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so what are, so, so these. So they're needed in the command center straight away. Yeah. Like pronto. So what are what? Well, a couple things here. First and foremost, you know, how they talk about this communicuff being like a badge of honor or mm-hmm. a special privilege reserved for the import, those who are important to the cause. 
So it almost sounds like, you know, you know, they also, they almost have like, you know, the higher ups, you know, they do. The, yeah. Are, yeah. Absolutely. These are the people who are really important. These right. are VIP. Right. And, and so Gil earned his. They have his. a class system, if I, I guess maybe right. you could say. And, and he earned his by rescuing the, the people of District 12. Right. So, but it, it absolutely is. It, it's, a, it's something for those who, who are vital to the mission. Right. Yep. Anyway, um, the other cool thing here is that we learn a little bit about this underground facility. Yeah. It's not just a bunch of cave systems. No, 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 no. We're talking quite high tech computerized talking walls, electric maps showing the troop movements. This is in the command room mm-hmm. uh, in various districts. The giant rectangular table with control panels. I'm not supposed to touch. <laughs> I love that. But I'm not supposed to touch. Yes. So it looks like while maybe a lot of this technology is from the earlier days of of District 13, and it seems to make sense. You know, we, we hear of what was it, District 12 or no, District 11 that was the bread. Is that where Roof was from? No, they were they were District 8. They were plants. No. Where, what are you the, talking about? Where was Rue from? 11. Uh, yeah. She, okay. So they had. They know, sent her a bread. Yes. Yeah. So basically they're they're industry that they was kind of uh agricultural yes uh you got then you have district 12 was coal Mm -hmm. you know but there were other um districts that provided the technology that makes all this other stuff three that's where bt's from okay so so what i'm saying is that i wonder if we will get in the movies to see district three Okay. I would love to see the difference. I would love to see the cult because we, we well, already I would saw. imagine we would see them as they pass through like different spots of the victory tour yeah. in the next movie. But I, what I'm saying is I would because in my mind, we've got so much of a clear description of District 12 that it's this and 11 and 11. But anyway, the the District 12, so much of the, the story happened there that we think of this, you know, kind of like Western town that's kind of been left behind and it's covered in coal dust and, and it's and really no technology at all. Right. Whereas I and then we see the Capitol in this in this trailer and the Capitol is like, wow, this is like futuristic world here. But I'm wondering if District 3 might also look quite futuristic. Right. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'll be okay. interested to see how to see if you see it to see the conditions. Like, for example, if things are more high tech in District Three, I wonder if that plays into how hard it is to get to the get the people there to rebel because maybe their life isn't as difficult as it is in District Twelve. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now? I do. Okay. Yeah, I do. So um, they're called to the meeting room, and she's like, "Oh, great, another boring meeting about the Mockingjay. I'm so tired of these sessions." Um, so when she gets there, it's almost entertaining to see Caesar Flickerman, the eternal host of the Hunger Games, with his painted face and sparkly suit, preparing to give an interview until the camera pulls back and I see that his guest is PETA. He's alive. He is alive. That's all she cares about at this moment. He's alive. Mm-hmm. And yes. of course, he is a traitor. To, that's what everyone else believes. Yep. Everybody yes. believes he's a traitor. She does not believe that. Because PETA pretty much gets on the screen and gives all the propaganda that President Snow has asked him to give. Now, I don't think he was asked. Uh, well, that, that, that you know what I mean. Okay. Uh, that he was forced. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. 
Um, I drink in his wholeness, the soundness of his body and mind. It runs through me like the morphling they give me in the hospital, See, dulling the pain love. of the last weeks. This how does is, she not know? This is love. But how does she not know? How do Gale fans not know? <laughs> I want to know if Gale fans have finished the book. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, but I mean, how does how does Katniss not know that? Oops, I turned the page. Um, yeah. Anyway, I I love that, but but I like I try to. I don't try. Um, when I finished Catching Fire, mm-hmm. uh, the first thing I did was send a text message or a phone call to Allison and said, do I see PETA again? Am I going to see PETA again? So when I read this, I drank in his wholeness <laughs> and the soundness of his body and mind. You know, I, I, I felt that with her. I, I felt that with her. So I don't know how she doesn't know. Right. But um, PETA was very, I mean, we did not know what was going on. We were not part of this. Um, neither Katniss or I had any idea. Um, and where is the, it didn't get underlined. So let me see if I can find it here for just a second. Um, I love when he paints the picture of being in the arena. Yeah. I don't think any, I mean, the only part that the Capitals ever heard is a story of a victor. Right. And so when he, when he paints that picture of, of being in the, once you're in the arena, the rest of the world becomes very distant. All the people and the things you loved or cared about almost cease to exist. The pink sky and the monsters in the jungle and the tributes who want your blood become your final reality. The only one that ever mattered as bad as it makes you feel, you're going to have to do some killing because in the arena, you only get one wish and it's very costly. And then he says, "It co- um, Caesar says, it costs your life. And Peter says, no, it costs a lot more than your life to murder innocent people. It costs everything you are. Yeah. And so I love, I love that, that honesty that is for the first time ever being spoken out to, to the citizens of the Capitol who just think that like, this is the most fantastic thing ever. Right. Um, but I'm looking for a part here when, um, I'm looking for a part when. He asks him, Caesar asks him. Okay. um, Caesar waits a moment, studying PETA. What about your mentor, Hamage Abernathy? I don't know what Hamage knew. Could he have been part of the conspiracy? He never mentioned it. PETA always tells the truth. Anyway, he never mentioned it. What does your heart tell you? That I shouldn't have trusted him. That's all. Yep. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. And and I, l- I love it. Anyway. Of course. So, so basically, um, she's starting to look around. And she's like, wait a second. You know, I wonder where Hamish is. And and she starts to say, well, you know, District th- 13, they strictly forbid any alcohol. Yep. Uh, so not even even the rubbing alcohol that they have is like kept under lock and key. Exactly. 
So she believes that he's being forced into sobriety. Yeah. I don't know that I can believe that. Okay. I I, I think Hamish may not be as forced into sobriety as, as sober she as, as you think. Yeah. As she thinks. As she thinks. Okay. Yeah. So we'll we'll find out. Anyway, I was going to ask your thoughts on the war. Is basically is, uh, mm-hmm. but if you're too upset, begins Caesar. Oh no, I'm not too upset to answer that. And then, of course, this is where we get the propaganda. We can't fight one another, Caesar. Yep. There won't be enough of us left to keep going if everybody doesn't lay down their weapons. And I mean, as in very soon, it's all over anyway. So you're calling for a ceasefire. Yes, I am calling for a ceasefire. Yeah. That, my friends, is not PETA. Because when he came off of the victory tour, he says to Katniss, you know, actually, I think they may have been back in the Capitol already preparing for the quell. He says, maybe we were wrong to have tried to quiet the districts. Yeah. This is not PETA. Well, this this is PETA, but it's not his words, obviously. Well, that's what I mean. That, that this is this is not his right. These are not his feelings. He questioned quieting the districts. He questioned not, you know, rallying the troops, so to speak. Right. You know, he yep. he wanted. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, behind me, I can hear the accusations against PETA building the words traitor, liar and enemy bounce off the walls. Coin's voice rises above the others. You have not, you have not been dismissed, Soldier Everdeen. But she doesn't <laughs> care. I jerk my arm away from the guard at the door um, and take off running down the halls. Behind me, there's a sound of a scuffle, but I don't stop. My mind does a quick inventory of my odd little hiding places, and I wind up in a supply closet curled up against a crate of chalk. And then she has a an imaginary conversation with Peta. You're alive and a traitor. <laughs> Peta's alive and a traitor, but at the moment, I don't care. Not what he says or who he says it for. Only that he is still capable of speech. Yep. And then, of course, all of this thought of PETA and who this show shows really, up. You know, this podcast really should be live. Why? Because my little gagging faces are like perfect. Yeah, I know. Anyway. Anyway, Gail slides down beside me, his nose trickling with blood. What happened? Got in Boggs way. Yeah, so that was the scuffle in the background. Yep. So anyway, um, this is one of those few good things about 13. Uh, Gail, get, um, getting Gail back. With the pleasure of the capitals, um, or pressure of the capitals, arranged marriage between Peta and me gone, we've moved to moved managed to regain our friendship. Uh, he doesn't push it any further. Try to kiss me or talk about love. And 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 at this point, if it's he a smart wa- move. It's a smart <laughs> move because at this point, she is in love with Peta. She is, she, and I think he knows it too. And he is like a brother to her. I think he knows it too. I um, yeah. I hope so. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's see here. So they managed to have a friendship. Okay, so basically, um, I've got down here. Maybe they're they are milar- militaristic, militaristic. Mm-hmm. Did I say that right? I think so. Anyway, overly programmed and somewhat lacking in the sense of humor, they're here and willing to take on the capital. She says, but see, now that she's seen Peta, still I look at them enough, long enough. It to took show. them long enough to yeah. show up. Yes. But anyway, yeah. the idea, I think she's like, you know what? I'm ready. They got their flaws. They they, they have their flaws, but 
Pete is alive and and they're my only chance of getting him right. back. Right? Yep. Isn't that right? That is right, I think. Okay. I'm afraid of Gail's answer, but I ask anyway, why do you think he said it? And what did Gail say? He might have been tortured or persuaded. My guess is he made some kind of deal to protect you. He'd put forth the idea of a ceasefire if Snow let him present you as a confused pregnant girl who had no idea what was going on when she was taken prisoner by the rebels. This way, if the district lo- districts lose, there's still a chance of leniency for you. If you play it right. I must still look perplexed because Gail delivers the next line very slowly. Katniss, he's still trying to keep you alive. And he loves you. (laughs) More than me. (laughs) To keep me alive. And then I understand. The games are still on. We have left the arena. But since Peta and I weren't killed, his last wish to preserve my life still stands. I love I mean ugh, I love PETA. Yeah. It does. It, and and um and, and that is that is true to who he is. That that is that is absolutely true to who he is. Mm-hmm. So um is that the last one? Nope. No, there's one last thing at the end. Oh, okay. But um so so this has her th- this has her, you know. What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? She's been asking her that since the opening of this book. I take a deep breath. My arms rise slightly as if recalling the black and white wings Cinna gave me, then come to a rest at my sides. I am going to be the Mockingjay. She's going to be the Mockingjay. Anyway, Stephanie, we were not as in tune in this episode as we were the last episode, but you know, hey, we have our ups and downs sometimes behind these microphones. We do. But uh, we'll read another chapter and, and hopefully we'll... Maybe I, I should just bring my Gale hate back in. I think that's a really what adds you, you the flavor. You think that's what adds the flavor? I, I, I think I tried the, the dial I think dial you kind of threw me off in the beginning with all the Amazon Prime talk. I think I got a little bored. <laughs> Did you get bored? <laughs> yeah, your little infomercial was boring. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you I should, kind of threw me for a loop for a minute. Maybe I should edit all that out. Nah, it's fine. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, It doesn't really apply to me. Because you're the Amazon Prime client, so you'll get your books, and so, yeah, anyway. All right. Whatever. What? It applies to you. You can okay. get free books once a month, too. Every other month, maybe, if we take turns. Uh, no, I, babe, I have enough <laughs> books on my thing. I won't, I won't be able to... I don't have you enough time have- to consume the books I'm reading now. All right. I'm not I'm not complaining. I'm just saying I didn't really think about it because I'm not yeah. a prime customer. I just I just thought it was interesting because I think it is interesting. The Kindle is is something that's becoming more and more popular. I don't if anybody's wondering, I don't recommend getting a Kindle Fire at all. Okay. Um there's true joy in reading on a on an actual e-ink device. Yes. It really is. And uh, I'm really loving my new Kindle Touch 3G. Very cool. It took me took me two or three days to convince myself that that I like it more than the my 
previous Kindle, which was which is now called the Kindle Keyboard. <laughs> but I do love my Kindle Touch because I, I actually got to read it a couple hours. Awesome. And uh, as we were doing this today, mm-hmm. I just realized that the highlights are actually highlighted. highlighted they look mine like are a just underlined. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Big difference. I noticed that as soon as you turned it on. It was a big difference. I bet. So, uh, yeah, Kindle Touch 3G, my friends. Love it. Anyway, um, what are we recording again? Soon, I hope. Soon. Mm-hmm. You think we can get another chapter read this weekend and record another episode so that next weekend they can have another one? We can try to do that. Let's try to do that. Okay. All right, so there you go, my friends. Oh, Breaking Dawn. Oh, we got to make that announcement. Hello. The, the, the somewhat... Maybe short-lived, but very brief return of the Twilight Saga fan podcast is coming back probably this weekend. It will be this weekend. Will be this weekend. We're going to go see Breaking Dawn Part 1. We are on Sunday. And we will come back into the studio and review that. The first movie time is at 10 a.m. Well, let's go. It is. Sunday morning? Sure. Well, I mean, we have to look and see if they have tickets. I'm sure they will for a Sunday morning. I would hope so. Yeah. All right, my friends, that's going to do it. Until next time, we encourage you to uh, head over to gspncommunity.com where you can uh, join the Hunger Games fan group discussion board uh, with other people. And uh, there's lots of other things you can discuss with other people there as well. Anyway, we encourage you one way or another to join the the community. community.